The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. Praise God. I want to share just for a few minutes today. We've already had a, a, so many thing, great things have happened. Thank you, praise team. Uh, but I want to share just for a few minutes out of the book of Psalm. I want to go to Psalm 103. And I want to read Psalm 103 this morning. This is a great psalm. I determined that I'm going to live this I'm going to live every verse of this psalm. All of them. Are you? Are you just going to you know a lot of Christians are they think serving Christ is like a, a like a buffet line where you go through and you can say no, yes, double of that, no, I don't want that, yes, I want that. Serving Christ is not like a buffet line. We don't go through and we, we don't say no. If it's on the table, if it's in there, if it's in the book, in other words, we always say yes. I'm doing every verse. So this is not, you know, the purpose of preaching is so the Word of God will go inside us and that we would then become doers of, this, of the Word. I want to do what, what every verse I read today, I want to do it. Is that all right? That's fair. I think you, you get that, right? So Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He's, he's telling himself. David, the psalmist, is telling himself. He's telling his soul. Now you know there's three parts of you and me. A spiritual part, a soulish part, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, right? And then a body part. And David said, I'm making a decision. I'm going to do something. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm telling my soul... To bless him. You know, a lot of people don't tell their soul to bless the Lord. They just ask their body if they feel like, if it feels like blessing the Lord. If I, listen, I, I don't ask my body anything. That's part of our problem. We're asking the, we're asking the wrong part of us what it wants. You're, you know your flesh, your body, it wants crazy stuff. It wants stuff that will lead your soul to hell. It wants to, if I, listen, any of us, if we listen to our body and the, and the lust of the flesh, the, the desires of our flesh, do you know what kind of craziness we'd all be in? Huh? And, I, and before I got saved, that's how I lived. I just did what my body wanted to do. They, I, didn't, I didn't even, I wasn't even sure I had a spirit or a soul. I, want, I didn't know about all that theology. So I just did what my body wanted. My body would see stuff and it would want that, whether it was good for me or not. Right? That's how I, I got into drugs, alcohol, into sin. Uh, you know, sit right up here, Brother Josh, where I can... You guys can help me help me preach. 
because, uh, like if it was a couple and the guy, the guy had gotten into adultery. Hmm? Bible says, drink water from your own cistern. Leave everybody else. You, you got a cistern, that's where you belong. You don't belong in anybody else's cistern. But, you know, and, and the guy, let's say the guy got into adultery. He's, and, and he had intercourse with somebody that's not his wife. That's called adultery. That's a Bible word. Huh? Somebody said, how'd we get on this out of Psalm 103? Well, huh? That's because we need to hear it. And had intercourse with someone that's not their wife. Well, that's, it, so, we, so it, it, you know, when you get into that kind of stuff, you start doing stuff like that, it's not good for you. It feels good, but momentarily, right? It, it might, it, it satisfies this, this body thing. But it doesn't satisfy my soul and my heart, right? But, but you, you're like Esau when you get in that. You think, I, I need this, I, I, I got to do this. No, you don't need to do it. Huh? And, uh, you know, it doesn't just have to be adultery. It can be a lot of things. Drugs, alcohol, it can be anything that's not, that, that, that God doesn't want you to do, man. And you got you to gotta learn to say, praise God. I get, you know what I wish Esau would have said? I wish Esau would have said, you know what? I, I do feel like I'm so hungry. If I don't get something to eat in a minute, I'm going to die. But I wish Esau would have said, but praise God, if I do die, I'm going to heaven. But I'm not going to sell my birthright in Christ. I'm not giving up my spiritual life, amen, for something carnal, something small, something little, like a bowl of soup or, a, or, a, or another woman. You know, it's amazing to me that people get in this stuff, but I know how the devil is. He tempts people and twists stuff, and he gets, he gets people into stuff, doesn't he? You know? You, and, and here you, you got, you, if you're a brother and, and you've done that, but you, you, got a, you got a wife right there. Now, it may not be happening as much as you think it should, but every brother I know is in that shape. Huh? But you don't have a right to get to go out of your covenant relationship and and drink water out of somebody else's cistern. And besides everything else, the last I comprehended and knew, if you're a female, all females have got the same parts. So it's not like you're doing something new. You got that. Why'd you go out of, out of your house and, and you got water in your own sister? Huh? And everyone that I've ever talked to that got honest about it, they all told me, man, that was so 
so such a small moment of my life. And it and it wasn't that awesome anyway. Huh. And yet that's what it, see Esau, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. If I was going to sell my birthright for a bowl of soup, that better be a supernatural bowl of soup. There better be more in that soup than beans, but there wasn't. That's all it was. We need to, we need to take care of our spiritual man and our mind, our soulish man. Your mind is your mind, will, and emotions is your soul. That's where you say yes and no. Huh? I, I made up my mind before the end of the year, the week, last week, you know, of the year. I, I made up my mind. I'm going to say yes to more of, of the things I should say yes to. Yes is always the answer if you feel like, man, I ought to pray. Now, yes is always, it's always the right time right now. Go do it. It's always yes. Don't say no to it. But you know what happens. You, you feel like you ought to go pray, and then what happens? You hear this voice coming and saying, oh, well, you know, you, you prayed yesterday, or you prayed in the past. No, the answer is always yes. And then stuff comes to you, and, he, and the devil tempts you and offers you stuff. The answer is no. If it's the devil, you say no. I love the book of James. James chapter 1 talks about temptation. And the Bible says that every man is tempted. Okay, so temptation is not sin. But all of us are tempted. You know that? Look at your neighbor and say, that includes you. Everybody's tempted with all kinds of stuff. We don't even want to go through and pass the microphone and hear what all of us have been tempted to do. Man, this is not, it wouldn't be a good thing, right? Every man is tempted. When is he tempted? When he is drawn away by his own lust. It might be something outside you that's drawing you, but it's your own lust is the source of it. That's the vulnerable spot in our life, our own lust. And I, you know, I compare temptation. It's, it's, I'm not much of an outdoorsman, you know me, but it's like fishing. And I, I don't know a lot about fishing and all that kind of stuff, but I've been fishing. Huh? I've been fishing, I caught a fish. Now, I don't touch the fish that I catch. I got to get, I don't believe it. I ain't doing that. I don't want to. Are you scared? I don't think I'm scared. I just don't want to do it. This doesn't seem right to me. Take a fish, pull the, you know, it's flopping all over for its life. But, you know, go, when you go fishing, I teach this. You know, you know the best time to go fishing there's, 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 there's a time every day when it's the best time to go fishing. It's, it's when the fish are hungry. Huh? And what you do is you take your fishing pole with the line, 
You put the bait on there, be it a worm or whatever else it is. You put it on there. That's the other thing I don't do when I go fishing. I don't put, somebody else got to do that for me too. So I don't do much, honestly. I just go like this. I just, that's all I do. Man. But you, you go, you know when you go fishing, the best time, right? It's when, when, when the fish are hungry. Because, why is that? Well, because when the fish are hungry, they're the most vulnerable. And what you do is you throw something in the water that you know they like, and if they're hungry, they'll bite on that. It's like temptation. It's like, a, it's like our spiritual life. When, we, when we're hungry, in other words, when we haven't put the word in our heart, when we haven't filled up our soul with the meat of the word and with the, word, the, the manna of the word, the bread of the word, when we're not full and we're hungry and the devil comes along and he entices us. That's what a fisherman does. He's an enticer. And you know, you, so if that fish is hungry, he bites that worm you jerk it and pull it out of there. And, and what your goal is, is to get that fish up out of that water, which is what you're doing is you're getting that fish out of, out of his own environment. That fish needs water. That, you've been spit on before many times, haven't you, Kate? Sorry. Fish need water. That's their, that's their zone. That's why we don't, you know, we don't, when we go fishing, we don't dive in the water and try to swim and catch fish. That's not what you do. Huh? You got to be, you know why? Because in the water, they'll always beat you. You can't get, you can't beat them in the water. Right? So you got to get them out of their environment. Well, listen to them. I really mean this. I think this is true. That's what the devil's trying to do to you when he tempts you. He's trying to get you to allure you and tempt you with things that are not good for you because he knows if you're not full of the word, you'll bite on it. And when you bite on it, he'll drag you and he'll pull you out of your, your true environment, which is the, in the spirit. That's the truth. Huh? Huh? Now, I've been fishing both ways. I've been fishing when the, when the fish are hungry, and it's not that complicated because they'll, they'll bite at stuff. But I've also been fishing when they're not hungry. And that's, that's the worst time to go for the fishermen. Huh? When they're not hungry, when they just ate, and they're full. And then you put the, if you put the same bait in front of them, where when they were hungry, they'd bite it. But later on, when they're full, they'll just stare at it. And, they'll, and they probably have a, that's probably when they're in their right mind. And they're probably going, there's probably a stupid guy, a bald guy sitting up in this boat with a string on this, and he thinks I'm going to bite this thing, bite this, you know, eat that worm. But you know what? Ah. I'm full. 
If we stay full of the word, if we stay filled with manna from heaven, if we stay filled with the glory, if we stay filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit, no matter what the devil dangles in front of us, we'll just look at it and say, nah, I'm already, I'm already full. You know, we all love, we just came out of Thanksgiving season. You know, Thanksgiving season is just the beginning of, of us feeding our flesh. I eat things at Thanksgiving. I eat, I eat amounts at Thanksgiving that I don't the rest of the year. I just don't. But that's, I think that's what you're supposed to do at Thanksgiving, I guess. That's what we think. Huh? But I can tell you, and, and man, it all looks so good, doesn't it, when, it, when they prepare it? It looks awesome, doesn't it? What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? The stuffing? The stuffing. It's serious. Who makes stuffing at your house? Mama? Huh? Which one you point at? Your mama? Not, not you. Breland almost fell out of the chair like, what? I don't know anything about making stuffing. Huh? What's your favorite part? Green bean casserole. Hmm. Oh, you guys are staying on, well, at least Leah, Leah's leaning toward healthy, healthy stuff. But who's going to say the, the, the thing? Huh? What would you say? Pie. That's what I'm talking about. Pecan pie. And I don't know if you like that, but I like to take pecan pie. Amen. And I like the... I like a can of ready whip that, you know, you push a thing and I, and, and, and I, however big that pie is, I double it on for the ready whip. I, I, and I'll do a real swirl on mine. Man, oh man. And, and I find myself just pushing the pie over to the side and eating the ready whip. Cause I, because that's so much fun. Huh? What, who else has got, what's your favorite part? Anything different? Mac and, mac and cheese. Man, that's good. Mac and cheese. Your mama make good mac and cheese or you make good mac? Grammy makes good mac and cheese. Praise God. You got to that's awesome. And there's nothing like some good hot on Thanksgiving when everything else is there. Some good old mac and cheese. What else? What do you got, Ron? The table. The table. <laughs> Everything on it. I thought Ron was saying he's so hungry he ate a table this Thanksgiving. No. Ron, Ron just got to the bottom line, didn't he? Everything on that table is, is what I want. But you know, there's a funny thing happens. After you eat more than you should have at that table, there comes a point where they say, let me get you some more. And all of a sudden, what was really tempting a few minutes ago before you stuffed yourself, all of a sudden, when you're full, you could take all the ready whip in America and put it under my nose and all the pecan pies, and, and I just turn my nose up at them. I'd like, oh, it almost, it almost is like, that's gross, man. I can't, no, I don't want to eat. I'm not going to eat anymore. That's the way we ought to be with Jesus, 
filling our hearts with Christ, filling ourselves with His Word. And then when the devil comes and offers us something more, something different, bite on this, do this, we, we look at it and say, that's gross. I'm not interested in that because I'm already full. Shout out loud, I'm already full of the Word. I'm already full of Jesus. That's why you need to keep filling your heart with the Bible. Meditation in Scripture. Pray in the Holy Spirit and fill yourself so that all that junk doesn't entice you any longer. And you say, absolutely not. I'm not interested. And then, like a, I've, when I went fishing, when the fish weren't hungry... That's a real bummer. You got to go. You got to go home. I used to ride, go fishing. And I'd ride and ride my bike home. I got nothing. Not taking anything home. What's the matter? You're not a good fisherman. Well, I guess not. But the truth is, the fish just weren't hungry. I I think that's how the devil feels when the church starts eating the word and putting the word. I. I pray the devil gets more bummed out about his failure to lure us and tempt us this year for the glory of God. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Psalm 103.1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. That's what we're going to do. Chase the Lord. Love the Lord. Feed my soul with the word of God. And all that is within me, bless his holy name for the glory of God. Shout out loud, I am full, full. and I am not hungry hungry. for the things of this world. world. I only want more of Him in the name of Jesus. Now, you know what I said about Esau and that soup? He said, if I don't get something to eat, I think I'm going to die. Well, I know the truth. If I don't get something, if I don't get more manna in my heart and feed myself with Jesus, I will die. I will there. Amen? Amen. Praise His holy name. Let's put our hands toward heaven. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodecincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.